Hi, and welcome to Bloodsuckers, a podcast about the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. I'm Gail. I'm A-Ray. I'm Janae. And I'm Adriana, Erie's sister. Thanks for listening to our 24th episode. Every month, we bring you news, theories, discussion, and thoughts about the Twilight series and the Twilight movie. Unfortunately, Christina and Maddie failed to jump through a flaming hula hoop on their pet rhinoceros, so she will they they will not be joining us this week. <laughs> Aww. Oh man, that's unfortunate. How sad. So sad. But we do have Adriana, Aries' little sister here. Do you want to say hi, Adriana? Hi. Wow, that was really high pitch. <laughs> We're going to start with listener emails. Ashley posted this on our blog. Janae, would you like to read it? Surely. Hey, I'm Ashley, and I've told you before that I'm new to the show, and I've only listened to as many of the podcasts as time allows. So I don't know if this subject has come up before, but I wanted you guys, your guys' intake on the subject of Gaspard Yuliel. A lot of the girls interested in Twilight seem to think that he would have been a better Edward Cullen than Rob, in my area anyway. Some say that just because he's hotter than Robert. I don't agree with this at all, and I just wanted your guys' opinions. Right back and record soon, Ashley. Well, I definitely heard this before. I don't know about you guys, but um, he's a girly man. He's gorgeous. I don't like him at all. He's, he's like gorgeous. he looks too so much like an elf. He's girl. He, he's definitely cute, like, but in a weird way. No, I, don't know. I, don't I know. think he's, he's how I imagined Edward much more. Like, he's kind of got like this every girl would think he's cute kind of thing about him. But he's almost, he doesn't have the hair color, obviously. But, I don't know, I kind of like him. I've never seen him act, though. I don't know who he is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's a little too girly for me. I think he's a bamf. His features are, like, pointy, if that makes any sense. Don't be mean. But it's true. I still think he's a bamf. I'm not saying saying that he's ugly. I'm just saying that Edward isn't pointy. Wait, he's French. Yeah, he's French. Does he speak English? Uh, Oh, yes. I'm sorry, that was my sister's. Like, based on his name. No, I did, but I, I didn't know that he starred just in French movies. He's never been in an American movie. Oh, he's been in Hannibal Rising. He's been in The Venture's Luck. Which is coming out this year. Well, it just doesn't seem like he's had any, like, real roles in American films. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's weird how people can put so much faith in him when they don't even know how he acts. Yeah. I mean, I guess look-wise, he's... Good. He's a French film actor. He's new. And he starred in the movie Thriller Hannibal Rider. I guess yeah, I guess he was the main character though, so we do kinda know how he acts. And I still think he's good looking, just for the record. Oh my gosh, I do too. I think he's gorgeous. Yeah, so do I, just not my picture of Edward. I think he probably looks better shirtless than Edward does. <laughs> I don't totally. Yeah, I'm not digging that. <laughs> Me neither. Look at him. This guy is gorgeous. Thank you, whoever sent in this question. He's just too pointy. Oh, he is kind of pointy. His side profile is not as cute, but he looks a little more mysterious than Robert Pattinson. But he's also French. <laughs> All right, maybe maybe hey, right. for the sake of the boy fans. All right. Already Sorry, boy point. fans. Boy fans. Well, thanks, Ashley. Maddie from New Jersey. Yay, Yay New, Jersey. New Jersey! New Jersey! Yay! had a cast-related question. Adriana's gonna read it for us. Hi guys, I just wanted to say that you guys are awesome and keep up the great work. I also wanted to ask some questions. 
It always fascinated me as to who will cast Emily, Sam's girlfriend in New Moon. I know that they are going to have to digitally screw up her face, but who is going to play her in New Moon in the New Moon movie boggles my mind. Hmm. Well, she's supposed to... Okay, do we know what she's supposed to like look like? Brown hair, I'm guessing? She's like... Yeah. She's Native American, I guess, right? And yeah. she has um, a the giant... Scars down those side <laughs> I don't face. see why they would have to digitally screw up her face, though. They can do that with makeup. How come yeah, every time we have a guest star, we have to look up Native American actresses on Google? I got yeah. one, I got one. We're two for two. Go ahead. Um, her name is Koryanga Kilcher. She was in the movie, uh, I think it's called The New World. She played uh, Pocahontas. But she's really pretty. And... Um, I love her, and she has awesome hair. We yes. pick the, everyone who pay, plays Pocahontas in different Pocahontas movies every time we have to pick a Native American. Yes, we do. It's What'd so you say her name was? She's so pretty. What's her name? Kilcher. It's spelled with the uh, Q apostrophe O-R-I-A-N-K, and then Kilcher. Okay, well, there's someone named, um, where is it? What's her name? She is pretty. Oh, yeah. Kimberly Norris. She played... Pocahontas in one of many movies. Um, she's pretty. I mean, she's not Echo. Native American, but I'm pretty sure they can make her look like it. You know, um, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, she came up under Native American actresses. Is she Native yeah. American? I think she's black. She's no, she's not. Native American. Isn't she? I Maybe she was. She might be. Who knows? Whatever. She was my first thought. Or was she? What came up when you typed in Native American actresses? No, I just thought of her. Oh, because she actually comes up. Huh. Alright, well thank you for your oh, question. Yeah. Um, so, next email. Brianne sent us this email. Hi, I just wanted to pass on a few thoughts going through my mind, head, going through my head during your last podcast. It seems that a lot of fans are hung up on the fact that in the movie, Kristen Stewart didn't show a lot of emotion. But where exactly did Bella show a lot of emotion in Twilight, let alone the rest of the series? Bella's character isn't an emotional, dramatic, over-the-top kind of girl. So why, if she was not that way in the books, would she have been that way in the movie? Maybe some readers were confused, but Bella's not a bubbly, upbeat girl. She was not written to be the way, to be that way, so they should not have been expecting that. I think Kristen did a fabulous job portraying the Bella character that Stephanie Meyer wrote. Um, Brianne, I disagree. Yeah. Um, I think that Bella in the book was really, like, passionate about her love for Edward, and I agree she wasn't bubbly, but I think that yeah. she was, like, really into him. Yeah, I feel like, I, I see where she's coming from with, like, the whole, like, that she's not emotional or, or like, dramatic or the top. But she's dazzled. But, I mean, she's, <laughs> she's definitely shy, but, like, when she gets upset, upset, she cries, and she makes a big deal out of it, like, in front of Edward. So, I was kind of disappointed with that, too, with, like, how she, she was just monotone the whole time. Yeah, that, I, it didn't bother me as much. <laughs> it didn't bother me as much that um, she didn't show a lot of emotion. It bothered me that she just spoke in like monotone. Mon- <laughs> yes, the whole time. All right, guys, we're gonna try to get Janae back on, but um, we're having some technical difficulties with her. I'm gonna keep trying to add her. You're beeping every once in a while when I add her back to the chat, but we can't get her, and she blames the Nargles. Um. Oh, I hear ringing. This is a good sign. Okay? Yeah. All right, we're back. So that's it. Thank you for your emails, and we'll read some more next month. Um, but that's kind of it for now.
Um, thank you for everyone who emailed in. We love you all. And we're not going to sing your names to a song because we haven't done that in a while. So we're going to move on to A-Ray with the latest Twilight news, actually. All right. Thanks, Gil. The book of Twilight Saga. Whoa, Saga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the book of Twilight Saga, the official guide, which was scheduled to release on December 30th, is being moved to 2009. Last week, Stephanie Meyer came up as number two on the list of the 10 most fascinating people in publishing. This week, the number one slot was announced, and it's Stephanie's agent, Jody Reamer. Congratulations. The movie phone results are in. Here's where Twilight made out in movie phone's year end movie poll. Twilight was second in which movie was most, most worth your cash? Cam Gitchendet, I don't know how to say his name, whatever, he played um, James, was second in Who Was the Best Villain? Twilight was first in What Was the Best Chick Flick? Robert Pattinson came in a close second in Who Was the Hottest Hunk of the Year? Robert Pattinson came in first and Kristen Stewart came in third in Who Was the Breakout Star of the Year? Kristen and Rob came in first by a landslide in Who Was the Best On-Screen Couple? Stephanie Meyer celebrated her birthday on December 24th. Hope it was a happy one. Taylor Lautner is reportedly battling to play Jacob Lack in the upcoming upcoming New Moon movie. Chris Weitz, who has taken over the director's chair from Twilight's Catherine Hardwick, is planning to offer the part to a more established actor, according to industry reports. That's all the news for this week. Thanks to the Twilight Lexicon for these stories. That's so stupid. I know. Um, it's going to be just like Dumbledore, <laughs> where it's like, oh my god, I love Richard Harris, and then it's like, Ugh. I feel like that's just a, that might just be a bad idea because people who don't follow the series and just are seeing the movies aren't going to really remember his name, per se, but might remember yeah. his face from the first movie. Yeah. Exactly. Well, admittedly, he definitely wasn't my ideal Jacob Black, like, in the looks department. I don't think they should change it, because that's just... It's so annoying when it's, like, in the next movie, the characters, or the actors are different. It's just like, oh my god, come on. Like, really? It just makes it bad from the start. Unless they look exactly... If they find, like, a twin of him who's, like, slightly older. I don't think that, um... Taylor Lautner is a bad Jacob, looking-wise, because of... Him so much as the way they did him. I just don't like the um, how they chose to portray him makeup and hair-wise. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you mean. But, I don't know. I don't think it'll be that much of an issue. And I, I think that um, because he does a, such a large role in the next film, if they do choose to change him, it will be for the better. Mm, yeah. I don't have a lot of confidence in the director because... His movies that I've seen that were adaptations were just horrible. Well, who, what is he directed? The Golden Compass. Ooh. Like, one of my oh. favorite books, and oh my god, the movie was, like, the worst. Yeah, I he heard totally that. He totally screwed it up. But I it feel w- like they're not gonna, Catherine Hardwick did a good job, but if they're looking for a change, maybe he'll do good. Maybe they have faith in him. He does better stuff than we know. I think that there's a lot to screw up with New Moon, though. Like, everything that's in there is kind of important. Like, the scenes of Jacob, that you can't take them out. Is sad. Yeah, like, if there's not... It's not like you can switch around the sequence or add stuff, really, or take stuff away, because everything's important. New Moon just stinks. Sorry. Like, <laughs> as much as New Moon drags on, it's important. No, it's not. True. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Alright. Well... Alright, Janae had to leave. 
Um, because, okay, honestly, her computer's freaking out, and I'm not dealing with it. Sorry, Janae. You're not coming back. Moving on to our next segment, entitled Swoonworthy, Edward's nauseating leader of a quote of the week. Anyway, you want to tell us what our quote is? This week's adorable Edward quote is, When I told you that I didn't want you is the very blackest kind of blasphemy. Hold on, why wasn't the new moon movie release date in the news? Was there a release date? Yeah. 2009. It's no. February, not February, November something. November, yes. Oh, did, I did read that. I don't know why I left that out. I'm a tart. Um, hold on, we'll try to find that for you guys right now. I don't know why we don't have the date on us. No, I'm, no I remember reading it. It's definitely November 2009. I, I'm sorry, I don't know why I didn't put that No, in but there's there. an actual day. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't read that. Oh, are you serious? No, that wasn't sarcasm. <laughs> the release date is supposed to be November at some point. Um, 20th of November, 2009, in the USA. That's, that's, isn't that, like, really close to have blood prints? Wait, I'm a liar. No, it's in, like... Have, I was thinking the old have blood prints. God. Warner Brothers. Alright, so that's big news. Anyway, back to our other section that we were doing. Blasphemy. Yes. Alright. Excerpt. I knew it. I sobbed. I knew I was dreaming. You're impossible, he said. And he laughed once. A hard laugh. Frustrated. How can I put this so that you'll believe me? You're not asleep and you're not dead. I'm here and I love you. I have always loved you and I will always love you. I was thinking of you, seeing your face in my mind every second that I was away. When I told you that I didn't want you, it was the very blackest kind of blasphemy. Oh. Edward. I love that expression. I hate New Moon. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know why people say it's important. It's the most pointless book because it's like everything that happens in it unhappens. Well, yeah, but like yeah. the important thing is that Bella like actually believes that Edward loves her afterwards. She has her really stupid epiphany at the end where she's like, dude, you do love me. I'm sorry, but we could have had that epiphany another way and not wasted the entire book on it. I think that in the movie, there's just got like a light bulb goes off of her head. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, and then it was important, like, for her um, relationship with Jacob to develop because there was that whole drama in Eclipse, I guess, so. No, I think well, that what should happen is they should have done, instead of doing um, New Moon, Eclipse, and Breaking Dawn, since you can't do Breaking Dawn in the movie, and New Moon's pointless. They should have just done like Twilight Two, <laughs> and just done all three. The in, in the end, and they could have made Edward leaving very short, and have him come back. Like maybe make it like twenty minutes of the movie. <laughs> and you can develop her and Jacob's relationship in the twenty minutes, and then. Well, okay. Well, Stephanie Meyer said that basically the point of New Moon was because. Bella needed to discover that there was, like, more than one kind of love because, like, she didn't realize that she was falling in love with Jacob because it was so much more subtle, and she was kind of, like, expecting that love would always be the Edward, like, falling head over heels kind of thing, and, um, the point was, like, so that she would see that there are so many different kinds of love, which is kind of, like, a big theme in Breaking Dawn, where she has, like, a child, and there's child love and all that crap. Where did you get so smart? You're related to A-Ray. Well, you know, it just happened that way. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, or I was left on my um my parents' doorstep, and I'm like, Tiger dropped you off. Oh, or maybe I'm just like J.K. Rowling's daughter. That's possible. I was listening to the radio, or something. I was watching. No, no, you know, I was watching CNN's New Year's thing on New Year's, and they were talking about like the top whatever's 2008. And they said J.K. Rowling releases. And I was like, did you just say her name wrong? Is she not famous enough? Oh my god, on oh CNN. Yeah, they're talking about, like, um, Beatles and Bard release. Uh, yeah. It's like, really? I this, is, this is quickly becoming a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> this always quickly becomes a Harry Potter podcast. No, but, like, I think it's good, I guess, about Stephanie is that her name can't get screwed up like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Rowling really isn't that hard. I know. It's, but... Like, people always get confused with the spelling of Stephanie, though. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's Stephanie with it's like Stephanie. <laughs> We've never spelled Stephanie wrong for anything. <laughs> yeah, I ever. I hate when people do that. It's like, come on, don't you, like, look at the covers? Like, don't you have it kind of ingrained in your mind? Yeah, why would you ever make every single thing spelled that's a Stephanie say it spelled wrong? So I guess I understand what we're talking about, but it's better that way. All right, <laughs> we're going to move on. <laughs> So we're going to move on to our scene of the week, where we pick a scene from one of the books and talk about it. Janae was supposed to do this, but um, she died. So we're talking <laughs> about the one where Bella changes. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Time to make a change. Gail, stop singing. I stopped singing for like 10 minutes, and then you went, Gail, stop singing. <laughs> um, Alright, well this is when um, Bella changes. I remember reading it. I was actually just listening to our Breaking Dawn episode the other day. You're listening to it? Yeah, the Breaking Dawn one. Some people reread the book. I don't like to reread it. It's too long. I listened to our episode. Uh, oh, I thought you said you were listening to, like, book on tape. And I was like, why? No, no, no. Listen to our Breaking Dawn episode. Oh. And I remember hearing all the big things that happened and, like, hearing a spaz out about him, like, Oh my god, Jacob imprinted! And then you were, like, punch in face. Um, but I don't, like, I don't know, I feel like maybe just by the end of it we were so tired we didn't care, but, like, I feel like Breaking Dawn was so long. I was long. just thinking that, too, how I felt really bad that we just didn't finish it. We were like, you guys, this is so bad that we're just not going to talk to you anymore. But I feel like by the end of Breaking Dawn, like, it's been so, like, repeat, like, everyone's getting so sick of just, like, reading the nothingness. No, I'm not trying to be mean about Breaking Dawn, but I'm like, I'm serious, like, it's been so much back and forth throughout the whole series about Bella becoming a vampire, that, I'll just talk where Ava's gone, that by the time it finally happens, um, we're kind of all like, alright, this is it, like, this is her change, and then it was just annoying. And I know that, here, I can't get her back. All of us the whole time were like, um, she's annoying. Welcome! <laughs> Hello. Hold on, what I was saying was, um, I just remember that after we read it, we were all kind of like, she's annoying now. I guess that after reading, um, what was that book she released? Um, um, that she didn't actually release? Oh, Midnight Sun? Yeah, that one. Um, after reading Midnight Sun or what we have of it, and, like, you kind of saw why he liked her, um, I feel like her um, turning into a vampire is kind of annoying. Yeah, I was... Dude, I, why do I think about Twilight all the time? I, I was thinking about the other day. you're on like, a podcast? That, oh, yeah. Um, that I, I was all for her being a vampire, but then, like, now? Nah, nah I kind of just wish it didn't happen. 
I wish it had happened without the whole love shield thing. That was just over the top. Stupid. No, I just don't think she should have been a vampire. Yeah, I, I never wanted I think, her to. I think Carlisle should have been super smart and figured out a way to unvampire Edward. And then, and then unvampire Rosalie so she could have a baby. I think that, like, everyone was upset over how, um, like, Bella as a vampire could have a baby, and I think that they would have been just as upset if we found out that people could turn, like, vampires could turn back into people. Oh, I yeah, so, I would have been mad. I don't, I just think that Stephanie Meyer shouldn't have broken her own rules, period. Um, but yeah, we all were just kind of annoyed because, like, after Midnight Sun, yeah, it was just kind of like, he loved her for, like, all these reasons, and at once she would change. None of them were yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I did. I did like the actual like change part. I thought that was good. I thought it was really, uh, really. I don't know. I thought it was really interesting how like she described it and like. I thought it was Stephanie it. not sticking to her rules again. How did she not scream? How was she not in the most? I know. I don't think that even Bella's the, like willpower. No, no, no. Because um, the morphine paralyzed her. Oh, but yeah. She said that the morphine didn't didn't even really work, but she no, just lied no. in front of the, the morphine. Paralyzed the morphine her. Didn't ease the pain, but it paralyzed her. No, so but she said that worse. if she opened her mouth to do one thing, she would have screamed. After, like, when she was coming out of it. Yeah. I guess. That makes sense. I thought that, like. Yes, yeah, so I'm defending Stephanie. I think that since the entire series was kind of like a build-up to that moment, it was really anticlimactic, and it was just over way too fast. Really? I didn't think so at all. I thought it was good. I thought if it were any longer, I would have punched myself. Do you know how long Breaking Dawn was? <laughs> yeah, but it's not that long. I know. But, like, it, it was really? good writing. It was just super condensed. Well, not For three until... days, she described it in, like, a sentence, and by that I mean, like, but for, like, one minute in the end of the book, when they're describing everyone coming into town, it takes her 700 pages. <laughs> yeah. She should have just been like, oh, they're coming round the mountain. <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, these vampires. You're not even funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> 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 Alright, we're gonna move on now. Now I'm gonna keep playing with my drawers. Um, it's time for A-Ray's Cheesy Vampire Joke of the Week. That was really cute. You should do that every time we start the segment, Adriana. <laughs> you're just like, I'm playing with my drawers. <laughs> Sound like you're saying I'm playing with my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. This week, however, it is Casey's Cheesy Vampire Joke of the Week. So, A-Ray, do you want to pretend to be Casey and start? Hey, Adriana. Yeah? What do you call a vampire who listens to heavy metal? I don't know. Also, a fangbanger! <laughs> Hold on. In class the other day, I don't know what class it was, but A-Ray was in it with me, so it had to be something. Maybe it wasn't even A-Ray. Someone? I was with A-Ray somewhere, I think. And they said bloodsuckers. Was that you, A-Ray? Yes, I remember. Oh my gosh, and we looked at each other, and it was funny. If you'd like to send in a submission for A-Ray's Empire Joke of the Week, please email us at bloodsuckerspodcast at gmail, not yahoo, Com. If he uses it in the next show, we'll call it Your Name's Cheesy Vampire Joke of the Week. So we're going to move on to our next segment titled Vampires. During this segment, we discuss one human character's would-be vampire power, as well as what we think ours would be. Adriana, would you like to tell us who we'll be discussing this week? This week we'll be discussing Black and my power. Your power is to giggle a lot at everything. 
Alright, alright. Let's, let's do Billy first, though. I have a sleepy You just said Billy Burke. Billy Burke. No. Did I say Billy Burke? Yeah. No, no, no. I said let's do Billy first. Oh. Billy Burke. Okay, anyway. Uh, Billy Black. Hmm. The power to be really creepy all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll just be something to do with, like, being, like, old and wise. Yeah. He's so creepy, though. He would make, like, super pasta, like, in that part. Super fish fry. <laughs> what about, um, something to do with how he's paralyzed? Oh, yeah, what would that be? The ability um, to never walk again. <laughs> I don't... I Maybe don't instead of, like, like, a power, he would, like, be the only, um, vampire that, like, doesn't heal correctly. Or, like, can feel pain. Yeah. yeah, maybe that would be, like, a deficiency rather than something good. Yeah, like, they never said it had to be I good. That, I thought that if you were deficient in your human life, then you were just, like, it didn't really matter. Like, whether or not. I, I don't know. What everything, everything translates over. I mean, like, they, Carlisle says all the time that there's things that, um, that Venom can't fix. Like, if Bella was too badly damaged after the birth, that she would die anyway, regardless of whether Edward bit her. Well, Stephanie Meyer just made that up to make it sound like Bella was in Greek danger. But it's true, because when, es when Esme fell off the, well, not fell, jumped off the cliff, Carlisle wasn't sure whether he was going to be able to save her or not. Plus, even if it was a rule, Stephanie breaks her own rules all the time. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> We're not bitter. <laughs> Alright, um, let's do Adriana now. Adriana, tell Adriana. us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, she does the power to never eat, ever. She has the power <laughs> to look really good in turquoise dresses. Oh, you know, that really warms my heart a lot. <laughs> um, okay, well, I like to read and write, and I like to go on the internet a lot. And she has pet rats, and she's obsessed with YouTube. Well, I'm... You're obsessed yeah. with you, too. Okay. So you're and, the ability um, to be the epitome of the weird little sister? <laughs> okay, well, I'm... Um, maybe, oh, no, she wants to be... And she wants to be vet and stuff, so maybe it has something to do with, like, animals or something. Like, maybe, maybe she's, she's like, Carlisle, but... I think, it's, I think that's really cheesy. A vampire who can talk... That would be cool. A vampire who can talk to the animals, okay. then it then eats. Okay, maybe... Well, not... Without your power, you would be able to talk to animals. That's a good point. I think that's a win. Or maybe, if th you think that's too cheesy, maybe you'd be able to hear animals' thoughts. Yeah. Oh, so then I like, locate them? Or, or, like, sick animals, you'd be able to, like, see where they're hurting or something. I don't know. And then kill why, them there? Why would I want to help an animal? Because maybe you'd be a vampire vet. Oh, like, highlight that's what Gail said. Oh, well, I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. Um, okay, so anyway, as I was saying, um, Anywho. I am a nerd fighter. So, if there are, we're not going to talk about no, this no, podcast. No. You're a firefighter? Did you say firefighter? She said a nerd fighter. And she said, Tenny nerd fighters out there, DFTVN. Which means don't forget to be awesome. She's weird. Okay. It's not weird. There are Next. Alright, moving on. We love little sisters on this show. Um, so, this week, we have a... Hey, I was going to make up a listener challenge. So... This is a listener challenge. Well, we're going to have two listener challenges this week, because I had one. 
This week we have a Vampire's Listener Challenge. Since we already have discussed all of our own, we want you to email us with three powers for yourself. If not powers, just maybe describe your personality and things you like and don't like. Um, yeah, definitely tell us why, because if you say, like, I would have the power to be able to talk to animals, well, tell us why. Um, and for this one, instead of, like, making a picture like we usually have you do, if you um, have a computer microphone, let us know, because we can talk you through how to actually record it, and we can actually use the recording of you describing yourself on the show. Yeah, otherwise, just email. That said, everyone, otherwise, just email in. Here I came out a little. All right, time for announcements and reminders. Um, our other listener challenge that I wanted to um, do, I was actually thinking about when, like, when I talk to um, listeners on the show, and they always tell me about their boyfriends, and like if they're like Edward or not, or comparing that. So I kind of wanted people to like send in emails, like reasons why your boyfriend is the most like Edward, and then we'll pick the most Edwardiest boyfriend. Oh, that's cute. You should do something for guys, like, if you're... Yeah, if you're a guy, you can send in... Yeah, the most Bella girl. Um, if you're gonna include a picture, you need his consent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, we're not gonna post it anywhere, so if you... But if you send it in, and you have his consent to put it on the website, we will. In case he wins, if he wins, we'll put it on the website. If you don't ask him first, we're not gonna put it anywhere, but we want you to be honest with us, because we don't want to get in trouble. Would really prefer a picture though. Yeah, like that'd be really fun. Um, all right. What's the thought, Gail? Maybe if you like put like a picture and then like on the picture you wrote like his traits, like point to his head and went like he can read minds, you know? I don't know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going to create like a CGI Edward. You don't understand. People are creepy on the show. All right. So guys, do that. I think that'd be really cute. So you can do either listener challenge. You can do both. You can do all of them, which is both. Um. <laughs> Maybe we'll all make up boyfriends and do them ourselves. I'll need to buy a boyfriend. You and A-Ray actually. You mean you and Maddie actually have boyfriends. We'll decide. All right. So what else? Um, vote for some podcast alley and iTunes. Um, the As some of you know, if you check our website, um, the special pricing on Forks did just end. It was buy one ticket, get one $50 off. You missed out, you missed out. But you can still buy your Forks tickets. Um, and go sign up. Everyone, come on. We're going to do a live podcast. We're interviewing Caleb Nation, the Twilight Guy, Mitch Hansen, the police chief, and the principal of Forks High School. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be there. We're going to be hosting roundtable discussions, I think. Don't quote me on it. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. We really want to meet some people. I know we got a few emails like saying that you're going. So honestly, if you're going, let us know, and we would love to meet up with people because we're creepy. Yeah, that's not. Um, we met up with Lee that time. We liked her. Um, we'll only meet up with you though if you buy T-shirts on Cafe Press. We are gonna bring T-shirts to Forks. So, all right. So that's that. Sign up for Forks. You can. We'll put the link on our website. Um, vote for some Pocket Sally. iTunes. We are number two, not including this stupid iTunes interview with Twilight characters that happened once. We'd be number two if it wasn't for that. Behind imprints. You do not say that name on this podcast. I'm sorry, behind the podcast is Chanopi name. But no, it's really good, guys. We're in head of Twilight Series theories. They don't they don't even count anyway, because they're just muggle cast. We're number one. <laughs> we like to pretend that us being number three is number one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but that's pretty cool. We're falling behind in podcast alley, but you know, iTunes is what matters. iTunes is way more important. Go buy t shirts on Cafe Press. 
Because we need them to pave our and way. And if you don't us. like them, then send us new designs. Really? Because you know you all have money from Christmas. Don't lie, your Hanukkah. Or maybe your family celebrates Kwanzaa really funny and you get presents. Most I know most people don't get presents for Kwanzaa. Or like Rosh Hashanah or whatever. Oh, wait, no, that's someone else. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. <laughs> I meant I meant Ramadan. Oh, you're a freak. I knew it, and I knew it began with an R. All right. So we're going to do our song of the week. We're going to start out with an apology and saying that this song of the week was picked four and a half seconds ago. If someone's ever suggested this, we don't know. We're sorry. I picked it out of my iTunes. We didn't get it out of the email box. So if you ever suggested this song in your life, feel free to email and let us know. So, um, I'm going to ask myself what the song of the week is. Adriana, what's the song for the week? As you heard in the intro, this week's song is... 100 Years by Spy for Fighting. We're going to play this song in the background as we discuss it so you can hear it. Are you guys there? No, you're not. The other listener challenge I really wanted to do before we start this, whenever they ever get back, I wanted to do Who's Your Favorite Bloodsucker. I think it'd be so much fun. I feel like everyone's going to pick A-Ray. Maybe I'll put all the mean things A-Ray said to her sister that we're going to cut out in the episode you guys don't vote for her. Maybe we'll make a poll and put it on our website other th- so it's not a listener challenge. You guys, we should put a poll on our website for Who's Your Favorite Bloodsucker. What'd you say? It's we- me, obviously. I think... I, I was kidding that they would automatically vote for A-Ray, but I'm going to, like, make a whole episode of all the mean things you said to Adriana that was going to get cut out of this episode, so they all hate you. <laughs> Why would you say it would be me? I would think everybody hates me because I never shut up. No, but I feel like people like you because they think you're nice, and you respond sometimes to emails. I feel like I respond a lot. I don't know. And I'm, I, what, and I'm what about emails? You respond. Okay, we're going to put a poll on our website, bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com. And vote for your favorite bloodsucker, just so we know. Vote for Gail! Okay, come on guys, face it. Janae's never here. Neither is Christina. Yeah. And Maddie didn't come this week. So, um, it's obviously so between me and A-Ray. Alright, anyway. So our song is Five for Fighting. Just make, the, make that the only option, Gail or A-Ray. <laughs> we'll make the other links not work. Don't do it. Alright, okay guys. Five for Fighting song called 100 Years. Um, we're gonna play the song in the background so you can listen to it as we discuss it. So. Basically, first of all, before we go with line by line, the general intent of the song is about growing up and like savoring the time while you have it. And the general connection we're gonna make a thousand times is Ed, uh, the fact that Bella's growing old while Edward's not. So I think that the first part, I'm 15 for a moment, caught in between 10 and 20, and I'm just dreaming, counting the ways to where you are. It represents where they are in the beginning of their relationship. How, like, they're still kind of, like, in, like, that young love stage where it's, like, very, like... They're not quite, like... You know how older couples are more used to each other? But younger couples are, like, making out every time they see each other? Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what it's about, like, when they're young. Like, counting the ways to where you are. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, just dreaming. and uh, Yeah, I know what you Oh, no, maybe that's, like, even the... Maybe that's even further in the beginning of the relationship when they, like... The first together and they don't like go near each other they're kind of scared and the next part on 22 for a moment she feels better than ever and we're on fire making our way back from mars i guess that's the part where they get passionate yeah where they make pizza where they make i was just gonna say that yeah this is actually this is like the stage of their relationship 
I'm 33 for, I mean, ignoring the numbers. I'm 33 for a moment, still the man, but you see, I'm a, I'm a they. A kid on the way. I'm a kid on the way. Demon spawn on the way. Shut up. I'm 33 for a moment, still the man, but you see, I'm a they. A kid on the way. Family on my mind. So I think that kind of represents Edward, like, after they get married and Bella's, like, prego. I always thought the line was, but you see, I'm with age. Maybe that's, I thought it's, maybe that's just further down. Anyway. Alright, that's, yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, Gut Renette has made everything coming, and they want to be a big family. And then it's, I'm 45 for a moment, the sea is high, and I'm heading into a crisis, chasing the years of my life. I guess that's, like, turning into a vampire? It's probably, like, the, you know, that's what I was thinking. We're gonna lose the theme of stages of, of relationship for now. More like stages of them, like knowing each other. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the sea, um, that's the only thing I can think of. The sea is high, and I'm heading into a crisis when she's, like, almost drowning. We're not playing with the chorus, though, because it doesn't make any sense. Um, so then, um, half time goes by, suddenly you're wise, another blink of an eye, 67 is gone, the sun is getting high, we're moving on. Um. I feel like that's, like, proposal. Okay. So, uh, so I'm 99 for a moment. Dying. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The sun is getting high, like breaking dawn. Ah. So, dying for just another moment, and I'm just dreaming, counting the ways to where you are. Change. That was change. Yeah. And then it just recaps, you know. 15, there's still time for you. 22, I feel her too. 33, you're on your way. Every day is a new day. And they repeat it over and over again. We're sorry. We, we, we didn't really do a good song of the week, but this one was good. It replaced the stage of their relationship. Yeah, I liked it. That was good. Yeah, it's a good song. I really like the song. song. Were you on? Alright, so we're going to end the show now. That's all for the show for this week. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email bloodsuckerspodcast.gmail.com or visit our blog at bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com. You can also be our friend on MySpace at myspace.com slash bloodsuckerspodcast or you can join our group on Facebook. Remember to do all of our contests for this week, the boyfriend contest and the... um, Vampires. Vampires contest. And please remember to give us a rating on iTunes, vote for us on Podcast Alley, visit our website, and vote on the poll for your favorite bloodsucker. You guys are going to be active this month. Um, wow. And buy t-shirts. Um, yes. Which is cafepress.com slash bloodsuckers. Um, all of these links can be found on our website. You can sign up for Forks this month. Um, the link for that can be found on our website. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm like, get yawning. Uh, get active. Um, in the words of um, in the words of Martin Johnson on his website, Martin says, which I like to plug on here sometimes because I love to read it. Hold on, I forget what the word is now. Um, get involved. That's what I was trying to say. Guys, get involved. Wow, yeah. Wow. Um, okay, thanks for listening. I'm Gail. <laughs> that was enthusiastic. I'm Gail. <laughs> I'm A, right? I'm Adriana. And Janae was here. <laughs> Make sure to tune in next week, month, leap year, whenever we're back. Bye! Bye!
only got a hundred years to live.